Hey y'all, it's Friday, and that means one thing, and one thing only. We are backstage at Bluebird. Who are we? Well, I am Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. Hi. Hi, what about a howdy? I don't think so today. I'm feeling very sad. Well, we are in mourning, because we're talking season two, episode 15, of the wonderful show that is Nashville. But we're, it's um, it's a sad affair, because... Uh, and because Daddy's gone, Daddy, Daddy's dead, and they don't make him like Daddy anymore, as the episode title suggests. They don't make him like Daddy anymore. Uh, and you want to guess when this episode was aired? Since you like that. Oh, jeepers. Um, are we getting close to, like, March 7th? Here, are we still in the late February? Oh, well, you tell me. I think we probably skipped a couple of weeks because they might have, you know, ABC might have been airing some football or baseball or something. Or just okay. padding out the thing. So I'm thinking maybe March 15th. February 26th, 2014. Ah. ah. Um, directed by Patrick R. Norris, his second of two episodes after um, episode 10, five episodes, five weeks earlier. Tomorrow Never Comes. Uh, he directed Carrie Diaries, Heart of Dixie, Witches of East End, and Dickinson, among others, um, and written by Monica Mesa, her second of six episodes after season two, episode six, It Must Be You. Um, and she's written for Prison Break, and she was the Starfighter for Lost. Um, so we kick off, and Raina is listening to um, Black Roses, our new favourite song of the show. She's sitting there in a studio watching the lights. There's two people sit behind her. Yep, and something else is listen. lighting up. Something else is lighting up. Her, is it her hopes and dreams? Well, <laughs> not really. There's a plumber on top of her. She's a sim, and she's like, oh, she's getting a phone call, and it stops yeah. her act, and it's like, do you want to go hang out? There's a festival on. We're going to the Spice Festival. We're going to test yeah. out all the currents. <laughs> Except well, and take other sims with you. She is getting a phone call um, from Teddy, but she ignores it. Um... Oh, well, she's... yeah, because it wasn't talking to Teddy. He's only, you know, Mr. Mayor. Plus, yeah. Plus, she's listened to Black Roses, which she calls beautiful, moving, raw, and emotional. Um, Teddy keeps calling, but she's still ignoring. Um, but she kind of heads out, and Liam catches her before she leaves, and he's like, oh, it must be a relief that your, that your daddy's out of prison. And she's like, oh, well, it's just a relief to be back to work, because... I've just found out my daddy's a murderer, so I don't really want to be talking about him right now. He's oh. dead to me. <laughs> like he is to everyone. <laughs> How's um, Scarlet doing? Scarlet, she's doing all right. She's yeah. um yeah, she's just busy. She's she's been busy and she's been hanging out with uh with Liam this whole time. Oh yeah. Getting close. Oh yeah. Personal with Liam. But we'll find uh, out how, more how, how's she handling everything. Is she, you know, not taking drugs? Well, you know not, what winners do? Winners don't take drugs. At, she's not taking that moment, that, uh, drugs at that moment. So, Are they in her system? Are they in her bloodstream? Probably. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we're at Juliet's. Um, don't Put Dirt on the Grave Just Yet is playing. Um, okay. Juliet and Avery are listening to it. And Juliet says perfect is the wrong word for it. It feels like um, Avery put her soul in there. And she says it's too bad nobody's gonna ever hear it because um she doesn't have a a studio to back her at the moment. Drop from Edge Hill. Oh. 
Yeah. And um, it's not like anyone's ever released music online and attached <laughs> to any kind of record label. So like record well, labels are kind of more of a thing of the past at this point. Yeah. Self-publishing is the way to go. Well, a- Avery mentions the fact that uh, Ken Inman from the New York Times, the music critic for the New York Times, uh, has written an article about her. Because um, he watched the... He watched the, the, her performance at the Opry website and called it... Oh, yeah, what's a, the Opry website for, for, for Future Endeavours, please? Oh, for Future Endeavours? Yeah. I don't have it to hand, but I imagine... www.watchtheopry.gov? Yes, is it? Have you, have you looked it up? Yes, I've looked it up. That's why I recited that off, off the computer. Um... Well, Ken Inman has called her performance um, brave, rebellious, and eye-opening. And he said that Juliet is an artist with music worthy of serious consideration and respect. The New York Times just called Juliet Barnes a serious artist. Wow. It must have been in the funny papers. Um, Avery's the only one who reads the New York Times, so that's what Juliet reckons. That, um, that makes sense to me. Who could want to? But Avery's just like, you know, can we not just bask in this for two minutes? And she's like, no, 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 I'll bask in you, though, because she's all smitten, and they're together, and it's gorgeous, and it's they're a power couple. I love them. Don't you? Are they a power couple? They're yeah. a couple? They're What's their power? Their power is basking. Um, <laughs> meanwhile... Sorry, I was... Uh, what's the word? <laughs> enjoying that moment I guess uh, well uh, Deacon meanwhile can't get a dr- drummer let alone a band to play with him um, and he's talking to Megan Vanoy lawyer um, to which Megan says well why don't you use Scarlet's band yeah. you up. Um, but he says no no I just need some to find some like minded suckers willing to play for warm beer and cold pizza now, what about Avery Barclay's band? Whatever happened to them from season one? Avery Barclay? Oh, yeah, whatever happened to them? Why, well, one of what them, are they doing? Why are they the Deacon Claiborne band? Mm. They were good. And probably cheap. Yeah, yeah, probably. Boom. No problems um, there. And they seem like a good group of characters someone to hang out with. Well, I don't know about Avery's band, but I know about Avery because he is currently in bed with uh, Juliet. How do you know this? How are you? you know why, why are you, you know, spying on them? Do you know who else knows this? Glenn knows this because he interrupts Juliet and bangs on the door um, to tell him, tell Juliet about uh, Howie V, a big time producer who wants to meet with Juliet. Okay. Juliet's going to Avery, but not not Avery. Um, Juliet's going to LA, but not Avery, um, which is fine because Avery's got work. Yeah, um, and Avery, he's uh, the opposite of Randy Newman. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, explain. Century Boulevard, we love it. Okay. I love I LA. All I know is you've got a friend in me. That's... <laughs> um... Well, you know, short people have no reason. But <laughs> Juliet um, says to send uh, Howie V. Avery's mix of the song, because, you know, that's what's got her this meeting in the first place. Oh, yeah. Avery's song. Um... Teddy, meanwhile, is trying. Has been. Is still trying to reach Raina. He's been trying to reach her for hours. So he finally turns up in person, and he yeah, tells them the news. Yeah, wouldn't do, I guess. Yeah. Guess who's dead? 
dead again. Dead, dead. Daddy's dead. Um, yep, Daddy died this morning. He had a heart attack in Teddy's office. Shouted for help, but um, by the time the Paramount X came, he was gone. He'll whisper back, no. And uh, Raina's girls turn up in the background and go, what's going on? And he goes, oh, well, <laughs> Daddy's dead. And then we find out oh, we're in Nashville. Well, oh, Daddy's yeah. in heaven. Rest in peace, Daddy. Um, Maddie's confused because Daddy wasn't stressed. You know, he was he was just having fun with them recently. He was having milk and cookies with them. They were playing their songs for him. And uh, Teddy says, you know, just be thankful that he got to spend his last day with the people he loved. Listening to um, your shit and tasting your <laughs> terrible food. And he's you um, don't know what killed him? I'll give you two hints. One <laughs> and you. Um, but he says, you know, at least he's with mummy now. Daddy and mummy are in heaven together. Do you are think they? daddy's in heaven? Yeah, I don't think he's in heaven. I don't think there is a heaven, so that doesn't help. <laughs> um, well, now it's time to meet Howie V, uh, who um, we instantly recognise. Because, like you, you said while we were watching the episode, you've, you've seen him before. Yeah. What do you know him from? What's, I don't what's know. I'm going to have to look up to that now, okay. aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, okay, the first the first thing I I know him from is um he the played, show we um, all watch the show we all love as a as a hilarious comedy yeah <laughs> Orange is the New Black he plays uh, Piper Chapman's brother he's Piper. very good and did you ever watch any of Orange, Orange I watched a couple of episodes when it first before it broadcast I got the the mm, screener thing I was like yeah oh, let's give this a go and I got a couple of episodes it's like it's a good job I did not choose to take up the opportunity to interview the whole cast because uh, oh man I would have taken that opportunity I loved that show yeah but I, we it it was not a known thing at that point yeah like, no, the but... opportunity is like uh, I could pass this on to someone else this isn't my thing mm-hmm. every year I used to watch that and I used to watch all the seasons like the leading Patriots. up to it Patriots. Patriots. Oh, that's what you know him from. He's the brother from Patriot, that's what it is, yeah. I mean, he just plays brothers, it seems. No, but, yeah, but in that one, he's like, uh, he's an attaché, and he's really excited because he's got an attaché case as well, and it's kind of like a... Mm. He's, re- he's really excited to be part of the CIA, the various CIA, you know, things they do. Mm. Um, you know, assassinations and stuff with uh, Daddy Terrio Quinn. It's great fun. It's great fun. Terrio Quinn's great in that show. Terrio Quinn from Lost? Yeah, yeah, he's great. Oh, Everything right. he does, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, in Patriot, he's having a lot of fun, kind of playing silly buggers with the personality you expect. Yeah. Um, there's always that the the one moment I remember him in Orange Is the New Black. There's an episode where Piper comes home, like she gets uh, given like leave, which none of the other prisoners ever Wait, get when they're arrested. Uh, not parole, but like a day's leave because it's a grandma's funeral. Oh, mummy died. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. What do you call it? Like you know, you know what I mean. It's like you you can leave the prison for one day, but you have to come back the next day. I think it's just leave. Is it leave? All right. Um, and she comes back to her brothers, and um, and she hugs. I think she hugs her mum, and uh, her brothers on the side, and he just says, uh, "That's enough," and she kind of gets all scared. Because he tries to sound like a guard, and he just laughs. That's the only thing I remember from. Also, um, he uh, he hijacks the funeral for the for the grandmother to marry his his fiance because it saves them money. <laughs> See, funny stuff, hijinks. 
You should watch Orange is the New Black, is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, nah. Anyway, he here is uh, Howie V, who is uh, desperate to work with um, uh, with Juliet on um, Don't Put Dirt on My Grave Just Yet. He says, no earthly creature could have written that. And he's, he, he wants to work with her, and he wants to get her in the studio and record another version of it. So, yeah, that goddess. Yep. Yeah. No earthly creature could have written it. Is she a goddess? Oh, she is a goddess, yeah. Yeah, we're confirming that she was a nocturne of two mortals. Oh, yeah, yeah. That anyone who did uh, birth her must have been immortal, and that's not dead right now. Yeah. Who's her mother? Jolene. 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 Where's she at? Where's she at, then? She's, you know, she's still alive in our hearts and souls. I know you don't have a soul, but still. No, no, um, she's still alive in my heart and our soul. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking that one up. You're not touching that one. Um, nope. I don't. I'm not touching our souls. Um, <laughs> Shame. Avery, Gunner, and Zoe, meanwhile, are um, are hanging out. They're playing um, a song together um, called "I Ain't Leaving Without I Ain't Leaving Without Your Love," which, I mean, come on, you like this, right? Right? You like this song? Tonight ain't long enough. I ain't leaving without your love. Not, not when, not when you do it. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Do I enjoy the <laughs> bachelor bungalow boys and girl on a sofa together, bouncing around singing a song? Hell yes. Yes, I do. So yes, good, I absolutely right? Do. Damn good song. This is the energy of Nashville I always song. wanted. There's just yeah. people hanging out having a nice sing song together. Being um, nice and generally creative. Yeah, well, it's the exes together. They seem to be forming a little band. Um, well, that can't be true because all, you know, all the exes, do you know where they live? Texas. Yeah. Um, and do you know who needs a band? There must be assholes in Nashville. Nashville. Do you know who needs a band? Mm, Avery Barkley. I feel like he needs a band. Deacon needs a band. And Deacon's turned up. He's just watching on the side. Um, and he says... To I'll come to check out what's going on with the people who used to hang out with my niece. Yeah. He says... Um, no, I'm trying to get a band. don't expect anything weird here. <laughs> um, he says, I'm trying to get a band together. Um, Avery and Gunny, Gunner, do you want to play guitar for me? Um, and Gunner says, well, I can play the drums for you. Avery can play the guitar. And Zoe says, hey, I can sing. And Gunner turns to her and he says, are you sure? And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, this is a real gig. And Avery just gives Deacon a side eye, like, do you see what's going on here? Drama. He's doing a real gym here. (laughs) Yeah, he really is. If it was Martin Freeman version, he just let out a big old cheek sigh. (laughs) Um, Well, now it's a... It's sister catch-up time. Sorry, not sister catch-up time. It's uh, somber sister catch-up time. Um, Raina is very unemotional about it all because Tandy comes home. Um, with a haircut. With a haircut. She looks different. Yeah, I did not realise this was Tandy the entire episode. <laughs> well, she had the haircut before, didn't she? Because that's, she... that's why she left. Remember when Daddy came home and Tandy was like, oh, I've got to go, you know, I've got to go do stuff. And then she yeah. comes back with a haircut. I do remember the haircut because that's yeah, really Daddy. Now I focus on the haircut. It's like, well, it's Price Dallas Howard's walks. Raina, point, Raina points out. She's like, oh, 
so that's where you had to go, was it? Uh, you couldn't hang out with your father. You had to go and get your hair cut. And she's like, well, among other things. She um, has no father. Yeah, well, now she's got no Only father. Raina's the one that tells her. Um, Daddy's gone, and he died, and he had a heart attack, and Tandy's just stood he there. He died. Bailey had a heart attack. Yeah, it's very oh. strange. Ooh, um, um, Tandy's just there, like, crying her eyes out, and uh, Raina's just stood, stood there um, with no emotion. Uh, and he says, you know, Daddy was a murderer, so... <laughs> I mean, that's she ain't wrong. That. Bye! <laughs> um, Teddy, meanwhile, is holding a press conference um, and tells the press that Daddy was pronounced dead at 11.55am. Okay. Um, and she's On February 26th? Yep. 2013. Um, 2014? 2014. And he says, you know, the... His his daughters have have lost a grand granddad, and uh, his ex wife has lost the a daddy, and and the city has lost the world has lost a daddy. Rest in peace, Lamar Wyatt, daddy. Um, Liam is apparently off to Tokyo for two weeks soon. Then he's off to Ireland. He's okay. got a lot of work and travel. And he's not really got time for anything or anyone, anyone else, he says to uh, Scarlett, while they're hanging out in a bar together. That's not he says, Yeah, he says he gets lonely sometimes. Sure. Um, Scarlett says he's too cool to be lonely, though. Um, she's asking how he copes. Um, and he says, well, I work, I play, I record more. Um, but she says, you're spending so much time on other people's music. Um what about yours? She says, well, I can't wrap my head around my own at the moment. And they have another round. They're just hanging out, talking, shooting the shit. Was he part of a band? Was that the thing? Um, not from what we've seen. He's He's been a producer. But he's got yeah, his but own like, music that he can work on. I thought he was a producer, but he was also known as like this uh, figure. Like, yeah, he is, he is known as a figure as well. But he's he's moved into producing because he's he's, he's just... I think he's just trying to keep himself busy to not have to deal with writing, which I completely understand. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Why would you want to do writing? Yeah, exactly. We Why love would you it. Deal love with it. Writing? <laughs> like Century Boulevard. <laughs> we love it. Um, well, Megan Vanoy, meanwhile, comes to see Teddy. That was right. office. choking me at that point, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> Um, Megan Vanoy comes to see Teddy in his office, um, same place where Daddy died. Um, and Teddy's saying that now, now Daddy's dead, he's not letting the ugliness and toxic resentment surrounding Peggy's death in. Um, he thanks Megan for being there for him. And he says, uh, well, Megan says grief has a way of bubbling up when you least expect it. Which maybe we'll get to at the end of the episode. Probably mm. not. Maybe not. Um... Howie V, meanwhile, has got an orchestra ready and waiting for Juliet. And they, they lay down a track of Don't Put Dirt on My Grave Just Yet. And what kind of uh, instruments are in the orchestra? Let's go through them. Violins. Violins, obviously. There are cellos? There's got to be a few cellos. I, yeah. I assume there's a string section. Yeah. I used to play cello. Maybe um, I was a double bassist. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the, the main string instruments. Um, section. Well, trumpets do go well in country music. They make a good sound. I don't know what that means. 
Um, oh, oh is, that, is that the song I went down, 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 down? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Fucking Scarlet. Um, fuck with them. Um, yeah, so you've got a boxy, uh, guitar. What? <laughs> what? A harp, naturally. Hold up. Hold up. Don't dig dirt on my grave. It's a harp song. Has a well. What does the harp do? Is it just making you sound like uh, oh no? It's the uh, angel that's coming up from the grave. <laughs> Maybe floating Maybe. into heaven. Who ordered the harp? Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird it, version of the it, song. Uh, it, 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 who? Who <laughs> has said the harp is the new cowbell? <laughs> Howie V has got some hankering. <laughs> He's got a fever, let me tell you. There's only one cure. <laughs> oh, God. I need to watch that again. Um, <laughs> and the harpist is just trying really hard. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, aware is, how hard it is for a harp. This is a, it's a weird version, isn't it? Like, compared to the, to the one that Avery made. That Avery one is... Really fucking good. I mean, if you if you have Harry V do the live recording of Deacon Claymore and the Bluebird, suddenly it's all harp music. I said, what? What the hell? Yeah, Buckley's a better producer. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, well, Scarlett and Liam, meanwhile, uh, have they've they've left the bar. They're walking in the rain. Um, um, and um, he goes in to kiss her, and she doesn't think it's a very good idea. And no, it's she, not a very good idea. Gets herself home. Now, now, where is where are they standing? Just outside, right? Okay, mm. but if it's raining, what are they standing? What, what, what oh, are they standing under? he's standing under umbrella. She's not, right? Yeah. So, who? What are they standing under? Under an umbrella. He's, um, Ella. 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 All oh, right. Okay. All right. I see where you're going. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Single piece bits. That's what I'm here for. Sorry. Well and done. Um, like it's hot. Deacon and the Exes are getting ready to perform. I've decided they're called the Exes. I don't know this. Um, Gunner, Avery, and uh, Zoe, because they're all Exes of uh, Scarlet. Um, I like open scars. And they're getting ready to go up on stage. And the guys introducing the band. He says, "You know, we're very lucky. We got these guys very, very last minute." Um, let me welcome up on stage and, and Deacon, you know him, you love ready. him. Deacon gets ready to hang up on the stage. stage, James. Uh, they've definitely fathered a child with Rayna James. You know exactly <laughs> who these people are. You've been watching them on TV for a year and a half now. They the present you, you know exactly who I am, don't you? That's right, Deacon Claymore. They are the Wild Feathers. The Wild Feathers have taken Deacon's 1030 spot. Now, is that um, Wild Feathers? Oh, I put W W I L D. That's how it came was, up in the was, subtitle. Yeah, I, 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 I want to believe it's wild with a Y. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? Because why the fine not? <laughs> um. Wow. Really? A Tom and Jerry reference? Uh, more specifically, Colin Jost and Tom and Jerry reference. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So Deacon's ten thirty spot has been stolen from him. But he can go on at midnight. The uh, the the venue devil's hour person says, um, yeah. but he's he's not having that. So he turns back to the exes and he says, 
you know what? I draw a, I draw a line at the lack of at lack of respect. When we're not playing anymore. Wait, um, he does what? He draws the line at lack he of. Draws the line. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> um, but if he says we don't care when we play, you know, we'll play whenever we can. Um, Zoe's just excited to be there. <laughs> yeah, this, they're on Shakira time. They'll do it whenever, wherever. Yeah, they're not leaving. They're not fucking leaving. They're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Um, Rayner is on the phone to Luke Wheeler. Uh, his hands are off the Wheeler because he's, his hands are on the phone, clearly. Well, yeah, um, where, where, where are those hands located? What do you mean? As in, you know, they're not... They're obviously on the phone, but uh, from from where, Nashville? Oh, uh, no, he's away from Nashville. I can't remember where he is, though. You can't remember where he is? No. Do you know where he is? I know where he is. Where is he? Good day. It's me, Luke Wheeler. Because he's coming from Australia. Is he in Australia? That's what they said. Oh. Well, Bucky's turned up with lasagna, um, which is so sweet. Which is his cat. Yeah. And lasagna hates Mondays. It's really weird. Um, but Raina's telling Raina's telling Luke, you know, he doesn't need to bother to come back home for Daddy's funeral. It's fine. There's nothing he can do here. He's, you know, don't worry about it. She's, she's just very unemotional. Her dad's just died, but her dad's a murderer. So, and he was already dead to her before he died. So, um, Bucky's rescheduled some meetings and these pushback press events. Um, and he asks Raina if she's going to do a song for the funeral, but she says, nope, there's not going to be any singing. It's just going to be spitting on the grave. I think. Uh, that's the way to do it. Yep. That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, they like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Deacon finally gets up on stage, and uh, he sings a song called Like New with the exes. What do you think about this one? Yep. Very forgettable. Not not as uh, doesn't slap as hard as uh, the X's song. See, the thing is, is, thing is, music's music. Yeah. And I heard a lot of music today. That's fair enough. I can't recall every bit of music, (laughs) but maybe when we come down to breaking down the soundtrack a bit more. Fair enough. We'll enjoy it out of context. Maybe if there was a harp in there, you'd, you'd remember it. I remember the harp. Oh, yeah. Who could forget the harp? More harp. <laughs> um, well, Bucky's told Glenn and Juliet about Daddy dying. Um, whatever. It's called yes. Whatever. Uh, they're still up uh, with Howie V. Um, and Howie V's saying that they've got to start thinking bigger than Nashville. And he's suggesting maybe Juliet moves to LA. Um, strip the country twang out of her voice. Um, put her on the cover on, of the Rolling Stone. Glenn doesn't look too pleased. Uh, things are changing for Juliet, and he doesn't know where he fits in now. Poor Glenn. He's been he's been by Juliet's side this entire time. I didn't like this scene. I felt bad for Glenn. I know. I also felt bad going, go, is that Glenn or Bucky? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Two season ten. Um, it's ridiculous. I don't know which one's which even now. Yeah, me neither. Whenever I say it, I I, I catch myself. You, you, you stop yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I might have got it wrong a few times, to be honest, but I just I just tried to power through it. We just roll with it. We just take yeah. our time. Say what um, you say. Don't get anyone get in your way. Deacon comes off stage, uh, and Yona says to him that he wants him to come back uh, as a headline act. And he's like, well, I was going to come here as a headline act tonight at 10.30, and then you fucking pushed me back, so make up your mind. But you can't think about that now, because he's got a text from Maddie, because there's been a death in the family. Don't know if you know, but Daddy's dead. Daddy's dad. Daddy's dad? Yeah. So he gives Reno a call. Um, he says, I'm an hour away, but I can come by. Um... Raina says, no, nah, don't worry about it. You can't do anything. It's fine. Dad's dead. What, what are you going to do? Um, Bring him back. <laughs> Use the corpses um, of other people to reanimate him in some sort of weird Frankensteinish <laughs> style. But Deacon says, you know, I think I should be there for you and the girls. And Raina says, well, support, <laughs> which apparently is outside. Raina says, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, she's not crying and she's fine, she says. She's fine. She's absolutely fine. There's nothing's going to go wrong with Raina. Nope. She's just pushed all the emotions down and nothing goes wrong with that, ever. That's the best way to deal with anything. Push your emotions down, right? That's what I do. Yep. Um, Juliet is at a shoot for Dirt in My Grave. Um, and it's very interesting, Glenn says, because she looks like Cruella. <laughs> Ella. I think Ella. Eh? 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 Well, um... Uh, yeah, she's she looks very different here. She's kind of gothic. She's in a sort of a graveyard. Yeah, um, that's totally appropriate for what's going one on. Of, one of the graves says Lamar for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the graves says democracy. I mean, work that one out. <laughs> oh, and uh, it has damage written on her forehead. <laughs> um, but um, and it says she's dying in a society. <laughs> but Harry V says this is how we make history by making noise. Um, Glenn is just looking awkward and he doesn't know what to do um, and he's kind of saying to to Juliet you know we don't have to do this if you're uncomfortable but Harry V turns to him and says um, you know there's, there's a coffee place down the road why don't you go get us a, get everyone a coffee he has some money this. as well he doesn't just go and say go and yeah. do that he gives him the money to do it it's not yeah. like he's a dick move but it's only one dollar like a you know one dollar gets you a long way back in uh, oh, yeah. 2014. <laughs> back in those days. Woo. Yeah, pre-NFT times. <laughs> that could almost get you a Bitcoin. <laughs> um, well, meanwhile, uh, Tandy is uh, picking that out for... Um... <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I've it's got my notes. Um, it's probably a bad joke. Tandy is picking out outfits... For for the dadava. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You've mixed the the words daddy and cadaver. Yeah. <laughs> but dadava. Yeah, I forgot. I wrote this. I wrote this about a week and a half ago. <laughs> dadava. Oh, it was a slow shift at work. Um, Don't tell people <laughs> you're doing this during your work time. This is always work time. Um, we 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 clock off. We do the podcast and we clock back on and we see what mess the bluebird's in. For that hour we weren't actually working. <laughs> um, well, um, Tandy's trying to tell Raina that he was still our father at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, him. he's a cadaver. Does have a... Daddy um, B by name. Um, 
And that's what we found. We found out. We found out about the worst of it. Is in hell. <laughs> we found out about the worst of it at the end of his life. Um, Tandy wanted him punished, not dead. Uh, Rayner feels plenty, but um, him being dead doesn't change any of that. Any of what she feels, she just feels angry and upset, and but not, not. Um, she's not morning upset. No, it's probably an afternoon upset. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scarlet has been catching up on sleep. Finally, um, she bumps into Megan because she's hanging out at home. Megan. Um, and Megan Vinoy lawyer. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, and she tells her that Deacon got his old Thursday slot at the Bluebird back. He asked nicely, and he, he got down on his knees. Um, Is that a first trap? <laughs> yeah. Cool. But um, he forgot to... He didn't tell Scarlet. Scarlet's been so busy, she doesn't know what's going on. Um, she's all upset, because she doesn't know... She's not She's not up to date with uh, Deacon's life. No, what's happening? Why is she so busy, and what's she not focusing on? Is she unable to focus on anything besides her periphery at the particular, particular moment, because there's something going on with her brain and her bloodstream? Maybe, maybe... Maybe yes, maybe no. <laughs> um, well, Glenn, meanwhile, has come to the realisation that he doesn't belong here. Uh, so he comes up to Juliet. Oh, he's a creep. He says, <laughs> he says uh, I'm so proud of how far you've come. Um, and you're on, the verge of, well. you're on the verge of doing something incredible. Um, Juliet says, you're not quitting. And he says, I've got to get out of the way and let you be a superstar. The jet is at the airport for you to set off for daddy's funeral when you're ready. And he gives her a forehead a kiss and, and leaves. And that's... Is that the last we'll see of Glenn? Yep. He's off to find another young country star to help grow up and... To grow into into something yeah. special. Yeah. And say, how does my hair look to you? From that angle, does it still look good? <laughs> Don't grow too tall, otherwise you'll see the... <laughs> the connecting tissue. Back in blue, right? Back at the bluebird. bluebird. This bluebird. This very bluebird of which this we are in. Bluebird, yep. Deacon's playing. He's got his own Thursday night slot back. Um, but first he sends prayers to Raina and the kids. Yeah. Because Gun- uh, Daddy's just died. Um, and he thanks Gunner, Avery and Zoe for um, hanging out with him this week. And he's and reminding him it's not about fame or being a big star. It's about coming together. And he right says, now. speaking of which, um, yep. He says, speaking of which, let's let's let them start the night off. So he invites them up on stage, and they they get up on stage, and Scarlet is outside the bluebirds, just peeking in through the window, feeling left out. Um, and the exes sing the song that we heard something earlier in the episode, which is still just as good, just as exciting, just as wonderful a song, and they're so fun up on up on stage. Yeah, you know, I, w- I want to go to a gig with theirs. I was off I that night. A gig with theirs, but I also want to make sure Deacon's there properly. How do you mean? What, you want him on stage with them? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because what's the point of these three if they're not surrounded by actual talent? Oh, wow. Well, well, come on, they're talented. Come at me, Gunner. <laughs> come at me. What are you going to do you about were, that, Gunner? You were, you were in Gunner's Corner recently. You know, I mean, he was trying about how much I'm enjoying him, but also, you know, no, we're in Nashville, not in Egypt. In denial. <laughs> um, 
in the morning, I allow your bad jokes for a big period of time. <laughs> well, uh, Juliet's, uh comes into the Bluebird and she's all smiley because she sees her boy up on stage and she stood next to Deacon and he says, you know, they're great. And uh, well, no, she says they're great. And he says, you mean he's great. Um, and he says, do yourself a favour and don't lose that one. Because he's a keeper, God damn it, He's a keeper. We call him the keeper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, he says he's a bit worried about Raina, and Julia says that he should be. And then she cocks a gun and walks out. <laughs> um, back at home, uh, Juliet shows Avery the new cut of the song that she did with the harp. Yeah. And he says, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> um. <laughs> And he, she says, well, let's talk about you and the Bluebird. I mean, how exciting was that? And he's like, yeah, well, it's nice to play with some, play with some friends who get me um, and my music. Um, that makes all the difference, playing with friends who understand you. Hint, hint, the harp sucks. Um, Very true. Deacon turns up at Rainus and he says, talk to me. Uh, the car outside, how much? Yep. <laughs> um... He says, if anyone knows how complicated your relationship with Daddy was, it was me. Uh, last time Raina saw Daddy, she said, you're dead to me. And she realised the power she holds. <laughs> so don't test me, Deacon, she says. Um, and she says, oh, also Daddy killed Mommy. So I've got that going on. Yeah. Um, Teddy's in the office. He's texted Megan. Vinoy, the lawyer. Uh-huh. Um, Megan's turned up and he says he thought he could put it all behind him, but he tells Megan about how he didn't help Daddy. He had all the power in that moment and he didn't do anything. Megan Vinoy gets into bed with Deacon back home at Deacon's house um, and he says we need to talk. Uh, he says Raven has shut down and she's numb and Maddie's a wreck and he needs to be there at the, at the memorial tomorrow. So now it's tomorrow, Daddy's funeral. Wait, but wasn't is it tomorrow never going to come? I thought. Well, was that an episode? It was. It was an episode. And so they lied to us. It was an episode. It was. They didn't lie to us at the time. They lied to me. Well, um, this is Return of the Mac. Everyone, everyone moves forward towards. (laughs) Everyone moves towards the grave to say their final goodbyes to Daddy, except for Raina. Um, does she, she turns to, is it Juliet? And she says, you can go on ahead. I have no doubt on the funeral. Raina's just, Raina's just. I've had enough of funerals this week. Raina's just, uh, Raina's just numb to it. She's, she's not interested in saying goodbye to daddy. Because she already said it, goodbye to him in person when she said, you're dead to me. It's never Um, goodbye. (laughs) Back at the Bluebird. You're my brother. Um, Gunner is in trouble. What? Now he's got to write Zoe a bunch of songs. Oh. Everyone's found out what amazing writer Gunner is. Um, Here I was hoping, you know, he was in trouble. Someone's, you know, drained the river. <laughs> they found Jason's gun. They've tied it to him. And now he's going to go to jail for a while. And Avery's uh, still not talking about Julia. <laughs> it's, this is a really nice scene. They're like, they're just hanging out chatting. And, um, and Zoe says, like, oh, well, what about Juliet? She was just looking at you 
all doe-eyed. She was so happy to see you up on stage. And he just goes, yeah, I'm still not talking about it. And so he's just like, God damn it. I want the fucking gossip. I mean, yeah, how often do you get to, you know, move to a new city to hang out with your friend, break up with your friend so you can hang out with her ex-boyfriend and then find out her other ex-boyfriend is dating one of the biggest uh, stars in music who is going through a weird particular time? Exactly. And just get the gossip on that. It's rare. I think it only happens to uh, 15% of all people. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, I think, is it Gunner suggests that they do this threesome again and and hang out again and, and maybe make some music together. Oh, it'd be like a band. A b- 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 band? Yes. Yeah. Open scars. And this is where I put in my notes the exes. All ex-boyfriends or, or ex-friends of Scarlet. Ex-friends in various ways, but, you know, Scar, so. Yeah. Um, because it's emotionally raw. Open. Meanwhile, Howie... Meanwhile, um, it's a good one. <laughs> Meanwhile, Harry V sends Juliet the pictures from the weird uh, graveyard uh, photo shoot she did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all we get in that scene. Um, okay. the... Just just confirming that that happened. Yep, yep that happened. Remember this. <laughs> Stop trying to forget it. You know this. Um, Liam comes across uh, Scarlet sleeping in the studio. Um, she went home to an empty house last night. Um, and she's just she couldn't deal with it, so she stayed in the studio. And she tells him that uh, about Deacon and how he was there with all her exes at the uh, at the Bluebird. And she gives him she gives Liam a kiss, and he says, "We probably shouldn't do this." And she says, "Yeah, probably not." And then they just kiss again. So that's happening now. Liam and uh, Scarlet, Lana, yep. that's uh... Skiem. Um. Glenn knocks at Juliet's door. She opens the door and she says, Hey, you're not Quinn. Um, she says, Avery's version of the song is what I want the world to hear. It's got grit. Um, Harry V is a little eager, a little too eager to get her away from country music. Yeah. But she's not ready for that. And um, and Glenn shouldn't be either. So he's not Quinn. He's not fucking Quinn. Um, Raina is in Daddy's office. Uh, still... No motion, no no motion showing. Um, pours herself a glass of whiskey, and then the emotions come pouring out, just like the whiskey, as she smashes it against the wall, smashes the glass against the wall, and finally lets loose. And the decanter, um, and some of the photos. Yep, just trashes the uh, office a little bit, and Tandy comes into the doorway with Teddy, and they're just watching her break down and cry, and she says, all the lying has to stop. And credits. And that was season two, episode 15 of Nashville. They don't like, they don't make them like daddy anymore. Remember when we started backstage at the Bluebird and I was sick and tired of how you kept using the word daddy and freaked me out? Mm-hmm. We're over it. That sequence is over now. I'm never freaked out again because they're never going to say the words again. Yay. We survived. Oh, I'm going to miss it too. We survived our Jolene experience. All right. If you, if you insist, I'll keep talking about daddy throughout the rest of the show. We'll mention Jolene experience. We survived the Jolene experience. We survived the Jolene experience. I'm excited about talking about Daddy. That's all. Sorry. Um, yeah, you thought he was going to survive. You thought he was going to survive another heart attack. 
Well, yeah, because I looked quickly on IMDb to see what he was doing. It was like, he wasn't really doing much else, so I don't know why he was doing that. I'm guessing it's just like, you know, he wanted to get some relaxing time. Maybe he had a health issue at that particular point, but I suppose. Maybe, maybe. Um, so he lived yeah, on for a couple but, of years after that. Yeah, I couldn't remember um, how he died in this show. I thought maybe that he went away or something and then died off screen. Um, so I was kind of surprised. He was strangled by the guitar string killer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who is it going to be? Is it Deacon Claiborne? Is it Gunnar Scott? Is it Avery Buck? Oh, it's the heart player. We all know that. Or is it Luke hands off the wheeler? <laughs> do, 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 do. Well, we'll find out. I can't do it. I'm in Australia, right? Good <laughs> Where can we find you to um to theorise about who the uh and examine the 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 red string not made of guitar that puts it together on my murder board murder board murder board murder board you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Runt yeah I'm doing trial and error references a specific reference for an NBC show that no one else watched yep I loved it John Lithgow baby what about you. I can be found at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Okay. You can find us at uh, bluebird underscore pod on Twitter, right. bluebird pod on Instagram, and uh, bluebird pod on Facebook. Yep. You can email us um, bluebirdpod at hotmail.com. And, and you can find us every Wednesday um, on Are You Movie Mad? Yes. We are, what are we doing? Well, um, thematically with Nashville, we're having a musical month. We are indeed. And, um, hey, what's next week's episode of that? Is next week's episode um, high up somewhere? Lights up somewhere. In Washington Heights up somewhere. And the break of day somewhere. I can't remember what next line somewhere. I call this a little punk somewhere. <laughs> but I break away somewhere. But he breaks away somewhere. Then you've got to break some way somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, until next week for season two, episode 16. Yep, ep 16. Ep 16. Yeah, yeah. Um, ep 16 didn't kill himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and on that note. Oh, no. That is not just an on that note. That is a mic drop moment. Let's go and have some Pizza Express. No sweat.